Hello there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are. This is Anthony, and we are here on the Now Tell Us show. Now, this is where we have a guest come and tell us stories. He comes and educates us on a subject, or maybe inspires. And uh, we're always having some interesting guests. And we would like you to have you, I mean, one of the days on the show too, you who is watching. So present your story and we are going to have you here with us to now tell us. But today we have someone who is going to tell us some interesting things. I am sure that is going to be a great episode because we are going to be told of how to manage life transitions. And with us in the studio is James Van de Waal. Welcome to the show, James. Hi, Anthony. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an honor to have you here. And uh, we are excited to hear of how to manage life transitions. And where are you based right now, if I may ask, if we may even start there? Yes, uh, so I'm based in California, the United States, uh, just outside Sacramento. Oh, that's wonderful. And is that where you were born? No, that's not where I was born, no. I was uh, born in Johannesburg, South Africa, uh, oh. and then I immigrated uh, as a teenager to the UK, um, and I lived in the UK for most of my life, and then I recently, 2020, moved to the United States. Wow, that's quite a move. Now, yes. I, was, I was wondering, because when I saw the, the name James Van de Waal, I went onto YouTube and searched, and it gave me a video in South Africa of someone that doesn't look like you. <laughs> yes, there's a very famous uh, South African rugby player uh, with exactly the same name as me. <laughs> oh, so, 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 so that's not you. That, uh, you no. That's not you who has trans transitioned into another James. <laughs> into another James. No, no, no. Okay. Nice <laughs> I've had many know. life transitions, transitioning mm -hmm. from one country to another. But yeah. no, I haven't transitioned from one person to another person. Okay, that's good. It's great to know that. And uh, talking of transitions, we we may be having someone who uh, does not have an idea of what is a transition, as basic as that may be, but it's uh, best to hear it from James, who is now a life coach. And, I yeah, am. Yeah, a life coach yes. and a life transitions coach. Yes. So, so I trained as a health and life coach. Yeah. And uh, then as my, my journey um, progressed, or I've, some people might call it my transition from a beginner coach to uh, an expert coach, um, it uh, turned into more of a speciality for me where I help people with life transitions um, uh, mm -hmm. rather than general life coaching. Yes. Mm. So transition in basic terms is maybe a change in someone's life in one area or the other. Exactly. That, that could be exactly. my description. I hope I'm right. Yes, you are. Absolutely. So life transition in simple terms is there's a change or there's a challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So there's a change in the norm uh, from what we as, as a human for your life, what you would think is the norm, um, mm -hmm. that there's a change in that or there's a challenge in that. Uh, and what we do to cope through that, what we do to survive it, what we do to um, get through it. That is the whole transition period. Ah, that's wonderful. 
Now, if we may just begin from where you were born, how was it growing up in South Africa? Very different. <laughs> Very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was lots of, uh, yeah, challenges. There were lots mm -hmm. of um, nuances, you know, that's very different from the rest of the world. Um, 70s and 80s, as you know, uh, there was apartheid, there were um, segregation. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why I left. Mm -hmm. I moved to the UK um, so that I could have um, democracy, basically, uh, so that I could live in a free world. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And it's important, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me that uh, a person like you would talk of leaving South Africa because of what was going on. I would have expected a person who's looking like me to have said, oh, I left South Africa because I was being segregated or I was being uh, stepped on or something like that. How mm -hmm. do you want to tell me that? Uh, because they are just stories that we hear. I mean, we see it in the news and uh, we hear of apartheid. We may not know the details of what was going on exactly. Well, even people of, I mean, not just people of uh, my color, even your color, were they also going through some big issues then? Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean, it's, it's uh, I grew up in a household where, um, you know, my parents believed that um, apartheid was wrong, um, believed that, uh, you know, human beings, regardless of shape, size, color, uh, everybody was human beings. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody should be treated equally, fairly, um, mm -hmm. and should have access to healthcare, education, mm -hmm. basic life things, you know. Um, and yeah, that was frowned upon because they were quite clear about their thought process, the, their beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I was oh, very yeah. grateful um, that my parents were able to, you know, help me leave when I wanted to. Mm, that's, that's good, yeah, because there are some times that we would... Uh... I mean, that's a tough decision making uh, of uh, going from your where you are born and where your parents are and going to a different country. That is, yes, it's, it's not an easy decision. I, I agree. No, it's not. But I was I felt very strongly about it that um, I was able to do more uh, from somewhere else. I was able to grow as a human being better uh, within um, democracy, within freedom. Uh, within equal rights, etc. So, yeah. mm, okay. And how was it uh, living in the, the UK? I mean, oh, beautiful. but in the transition period, I mean, you're adjusting to a new environment, new people. I mean, yeah. I know. So, yeah. At, at that time, um, about life transitions, um, I was a teenager when I moved to the UK. Um, and, you know, for me, that was just a life challenge. A learning mm -hmm. curve moving from one country that was my birth country to another country that um i was going to make my home i was very determined to do that um mm -hmm. and they accepted me open-heartedly um yeah and i grew and i lived and i went to university there uh, i trained as a as an icu nurse and that's where i that's where i stayed um, and i do i think my my education was one of the that really helped me through that life change mm -hmm. um, you know to settle me in a new country to help me make friends um, and find a career that I loved 
uh, and that I spent working on for over 20 years in the UK. Mm, beautiful. And what what triggered or what uh, brought you to the idea of moving from the UK? I, I thought UK is a wonderful country. Oh, the UK is. The UK is a wonderful country. It's an amazing place. Uh, I still call it home. Um, it is, it is um, with the grey skies and the rain, even though they haven't had a lot of rain lately. But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful place. It's an amazing place. Um, it was just one of those things, you know, where, where we got to a point where wanted to do another adventure, find another, you know, opportunity for new things, um, where I was able to look at life not just from a nursing point of view, not just from a medical point of view. So what had happened in, in the UK was um, I worked as an ICU nurse for many years, um, organ donation nurse, transplant nurse, education. Um, and then um, I developed uh, pneumonia. Um, I had lots of severe heart arrhythmias. And the doctors tried to figure out what was wrong. They couldn't work out what was wrong. Um, and I ended up um, in ICU myself. And that's where the big, big, massive change happened in my life. Mm. Um, where I went from medical professional to the actual patient, where mm. I had to accept I couldn't do anything. I, had, mm. I was in other people's hands. Um, and my colleagues' hands, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That's where I was. Um, I was in ICU for, for a few weeks. Um, they worked very hard to save my life. Um, came close to a few times where I thought that was it. I wasn't going to make it. Um, and after several investigations and an operation on my, uh, on my lungs and my heart, they diagnosed me with sarcoidosis. Uh, which is an autoimmune disease that causes inflammation in all your organs. Basically, the organs were, my immune system were fighting my own organs. Um, my immune system went into overdrive. And uh, yeah, got through it. And that's when a big turning point happened. It took six months, six to eight months for me to heal um, and to get back to, to my uh, what's the word I could use? Some former self mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, was able to work, somebody that was able to go out. But life had changed so significantly uh, where I was on huge amounts of medication. Um, I wasn't able to do everything I was used to being able to do. Um, and that's when the thought came that maybe I should move to America, uh, where California, where life is a little bit slower, calmer. And um, so, yeah, and that's when I've got here, we went into lockdown for COVID and mm. uh, that gave me a good year not to just recover from a year's worth of chemotherapy, um, but also to really rethink about what I want to do and how I want to do it. And um, that's when I, I was on a support group for um, patients with sarcoidosis and um, I was helping a lot of them. There wasn't many um medical people in the group so i got lots of questions and i ended up supporting quite a lot of people um throughout lockdown uh, throughout the COVID period and um you know as life would turns out it, they also supported me massively which was incredible mm -hmm. um and yeah so it's one of the the people in the sport group that i was in uh then asked me am i a life coach because i'm a great coach and uh, i was like oh i wonder you know, should look into that. 
So yeah, I started my training um, and discovered that the health and life coach training that is done aligns beautifully with all my nursing um, and all my, you know, the decades that I did for that. And I realized that actually a big part of being an ICU nurse is coaching, looking after loved ones, looking after, you know, the patient, but also looking after their, their relatives, supporting them through the process, guiding them, um, and helping them see what they can do and how they can cope with all the life changes that they were going through. Um, and which is a transition. And so, yes, I um, was able to align my, my career with a new career, um, but was a career that I could look at things from a more calmer perspective, from a point of view where I could help more people than just patients in a hospital. Mm -hmm. um, and COVID opened up the whole possibility of, of not having to see someone face to face. You know, suddenly we could speak to people like you and I are talking right now. Mm -hmm. um, and having a conversation, but not necessarily in the same room. Um, so yes, that, that was amazing to discover how many people, suddenly it opened up the world, you know, where I could help people, which was incredible. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, I, I then got to a point where I went through um, a lot of coaching and a lot of counseling myself to learn how to cope with my new body, uh, my new health prospect, um the, the new perspective on all of it as well and um that's where my passion is my passion is to help people realize that we do not have to go through life changes or life challenges unbalanced um because i realized the, the the 20 odd years of working in nursing i never listened to my body mm -hmm. i just worked 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 everybody else was a priority um and Eventually, my body just stopped working and went, you need to stop. You need to listen to what is going on here. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very interesting. Sarcoidosis is an inflammatory disease, it's an autoimmune disease. And once, you know, if you look at how physiologically what, we, what happens to our bodies when we are in fight and flight or stress, um, your body releases a lot of adrenaline. Mm. And constantly at this heightened um, state. Mm -hmm. And that is what a, what a life change does to you. That is what a transition does. It, it, it has a physiological effect. It has a psychological effect. And you, we have to look after our bodies and our brains when we go mm -hmm. through life changes. We cannot just look after the situation. We cannot just survive because eventually all those life changes, all those challenges will mount up and your body yeah. will just go, that's it. That's it. You're done. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. My passion is to help people not get to that point where the body goes, that's it. I want mm. to help them realize that as they go through these changes, they can do it with a mind, body and soul that is balanced, that is calm. They're not in fight and flight all the time. And so their mm. bodies are looked after and their mental health is looked after. Ah, it's good that we have someone like you who has uh, gone through such an experience coming back and giving it back to the society. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm just trying to imagine, I mean, you moved into the U.S. in January 2020, just before the lockdown. 
who would have known that such a change would happen in this world? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because um, we, we have a lot of things in life that we, we never know where, I mean, you wake up tomorrow and you don't know what is going to happen through the day or what is going to happen in the coming months. You never know. <laughs> and that, and, and thank you for bringing that up because that is, that is a spot on point in the sense that um, that is what I want to help people. I want to equip them to deal with transitions because none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if you are equipped to deal with what happens, the unknown, we can deal with it in a more balanced way. We can deal with it in a more healthy way. Um, and so when you then ask yourself to step out of your comfort zone and learn something new or grow in a new direction, you can use all those tools as well. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so that's basically what I had to do. Uh, moving to a new country, new culture, new health system, and it was lockdown. <laughs> And we, we can imagine that. I mean, but it's good. Looking now from the other side of it, it's, uh, we are looking back and it's good to draw out some positive things from such an experience, like you are giving us an example of uh, what it brought you. It gave you some time to heal, some time to reflect on life. I mean, it's not each and every one of us who is going to look at life and draw the positive side of it. So... How do you help someone to focus on the positive when they don't have an idea how yes. to seek it from the worst of that, situations? That's a great question. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a tough question yeah. because if you are in a situation, you're surrounded by all of it, your emotions are surrounded by it, you're, you know, it's, it's overwhelming. How do you see the positive side to all of that? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I, that I help um, people do and what that worked for me was to actually step away from me mm -hmm. and look at the circumstances from uh, a non-emotional place yeah where I could just go okay let's take me out this is not about me mm. let's make it about other people let's make it about this situation and take the emotion out and it's always amazing when you, when you look at something and you're not in it, you see the other people in it. Mm -hmm. um, and you realize that there's somebody else who's having a tougher time, somebody else who's having a more difficult time, somebody who needs more your help, you know, somebody who needs your experience, your input, your knowledge, produces your own circumstances significantly. Um, that's saying that, that's not saying that you shouldn't work on your own circumstances. That doesn't mean that I'm not saying that you shouldn't take responsibility for your own circumstances. Mm -hmm. But it helps you to have a distancing from it. And in those moments when you have distance, you are then able to reframe what is happening. Mm -hmm. um, and when I use the word reframe, we, I can, for example, um, when I went through my illness, one of the questions I asked myself was, what if this illness was brought on my path so that I can teach it to others? Mm -hmm. What if this situation happened to me so that I have better, deeper experience of helping others going through this? Mm -hmm. 
And so that took me out of that. And it made me look at it from the point of view of what can I learn from this? Mm. How can I grow from this? And then who will benefit from that? Mm. Oh, who can I serve? Yeah. That's, once that's, this is over. That's, that's, that's good. Because uh, this world of today, as we experience in many, from many different angles, is that is an individualistic world where everything is about me. What am I going to have? What am I going to uh, be recognized for? I mean, how much money can I earn to myself? So when you step out of yourself and start looking at uh, situations in a different way, I mean, focus yourself on, on, I mean, look at yourself from a different perspective and Mm -hmm. imagine other people who are maybe going through even worse situations than you then maybe you can regain your focus, maybe uh, restructure your life or something like that, I guess. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you know, it was so amazing when I looked at it from the point of view of what, what will, what if this situation, what if this illness came over my way so that I can help others? Mm -hmm. The healing happened automatically. The forgiveness Mm -hmm. happened automatically. It's incredible Mm -hmm. how just looking at myself and my situation from a different perspective, as you said, brought healing in itself. Because I then suddenly didn't look at my illness as a failure. I didn't look at my illness as a judgment or or, uh, me being weak. I looked at it as, ah, this is an extra to my life. Mm. This is something that can help me be stronger, be better be a different person in the point of now I can teach, now I can support. How can Mm. I align everything that's happened in my life till now with this new perspective? And that Mm. is how you get through a transition or a change uh, or a challenge in your life in a balanced way. By Mm -hmm. focusing on your health, your being, but from a perspective of how does this add to my life? Mm-hmm. What responsibilities do I have to take so that I can serve others? This is mm. an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Now, in your, uh, I mean, sessions in the growing of your business now that you're in of coaching, what has been your biggest challenge so far? Ah. Um, biggest challenge so far, uh, uh, probably there's two things that was tough. One, um, going from a healthcare professional who worked in hospitals to a businessman, Mm -hmm. um, setting up a business from scratch in COVID, um, in a new country, in a new culture, that was a big challenge. And the second challenge is, um, the physical work to help somebody get unstuck in their emotions. Um, yeah. yeah, those are those are the two things. But so for the second one, how I how I overcome that, um, how I grew through that uh, was basically to have formal certification training um, in, in health and life coaching, uh, which was amazing. Um, I did it through yeah, I did it through the Health Coach Institute, um, which is an amazing organization Mm -hmm. um the second one 
um, was just hard graft. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the first one, sorry, setting up a business. And that was just hard graft. And that hard graft continues. Um, and because I don't look at it as a challenge anymore, I don't look at it as a, a difficulty anymore. I now just look at it as this is my life and I love it. And I have to make a business, have an income. Um, but what would it give me? It will give me new friends. It will give me new colleagues. It will, and then what will, how will I, how can I use this to change everything around me? Because mm -hmm. if you are a change maker, you know, things happen around you and, and positive things come to you when you give and when you serve, other people serve you. You know, it, it's just, a, it's a beautiful situation because then your physical health is looked after, your emotional health is looked after. Um, yeah, as you can see, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, you sure are. And uh, one thing I like about your experiences and your setting right now is that uh, you've had life from all perspectives. I mean, you've been stationed in three continents <laughs> in your life, yes. all the way from Africa to Europe and then to the US. Yeah. And, uh, and now, when you've moved into the US, that, that's when now you've connected to the real world. I mean, to all the world. I mean. Uh, by, by being stationed in one place and told you don't have to focus where you are, you can broadly see using the yes. technology, today's technology. And uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's quite interesting. It's an interesting journey. It is fascinating because I now have colleagues in Africa, I have yeah. colleagues in Asia, I have colleagues in Australia, in Europe, in America, South America, you know, um, Canada. Um, and so suddenly my my life has gone from a little hospital or a big hospital from one house to the entire world. Um, and where, you know, it's so amazing to, to have the perspective of colleagues, clients um, all over the world, because I am not then getting dragged into, this is just what the West do. This is just what America does. This is just what Europe does. Suddenly I'm now in a place like, what is a transition for somebody who lives on the equator? Mm. What is a transition like for somebody who lives in Australia? Because it's all different. We all mm. experience different stuff um, because we're all independent humans with different cultures, different experiences. Um, and I wanna learn, I wanna learn about all of it <laughs> yeah. um, because they can all teach me um, about what their experiences are. And that just means that I can help the next person even better. Yeah. And uh, talking of learning, we never stop learning. Every single day is a learning day. I 100% agree with you. And, and Anthony, if you look at life, transitions, challenges, changes from that perspective, mm. from a learning perspective, then that is one of the biggest tools to go through a life transition in a balanced way, because you're constantly curious. Because when you say, I want to learn, what can I learn? Life is all about learning. It opens up the channels in your brain for creativity. And when we look at things from a creative perspective, from a creative mm -hmm. point of view, it changes everything. Yeah. Beautiful. And so, uh, now since we have people watching or those who are going to watch after we are through and uh, listen to the recorded version on the various uh, podcast platforms that we are going to upload, uh, we could be having someone uh, there who is wondering to himself or to herself, 
do I qualify to be coached by James uh, in my transition? What kind of people would you, I mean, what, what kind of people reach out, reach out to you uh, for help? Yeah, um, so mostly um, I uh, coach people from 30 years up, uh, 30 years and over, men and women. Um, the reason I focus on that group is because that's the majority of people who reach out to me. Um, you know, when you, you finished your exciting, exhilarating, energized 20s, you get to a certain point in your 30s where you start looking at life from a different angle. Um, and then when you get to your 40s, you kind of start thinking, about maybe a career change. And then when you get to your 50s, uh, late 40s, uh, early 50s, your kids suddenly start leaving home. Um, you've dedicated your life to them. Now what? Um, you know, so I have, those are the clients that I, that I um, help, um, 30 years and over, uh, men and women who feel disconnected from life, who needs to be reconnected. Life challenges has been just building up and building up and they've lost track. Uh, they've lost vision for where they want to be and how they want to do it. Um, and I help them refocus and I help them reconnect with their creativity and their joy. Um, that whole thing about the learning perspective, that thing about who can I serve, what can I do? Um, one of my recent clients um, who gave me permission to, to use her as an example on the show was um, a mother uh, who just got to a point, she was an architect, um, she never actually practiced because um, she had kids and she wanted to focus her life on her kids. Um, amazing mother. Kids grew up. Um, and what now? And so, yeah, I coached her. We worked together for six months. Um, she's now uh, retrained herself as a carpenter. Uh, she's got her own successful business where she uses recycled wood and changes it into beautiful stuff um, and sells it. So, you know, that was just one transition that I helped uh, a person through. Um, but then there's lots of my, my clients are health um, clients, people with new uh, medical diagnosis um, and wanting to learn how to cope with it, learning how to move forward with it, um, learning how to not be dragged down by a diagnosis, but actually live through that diagnosis uh, and making it work for them instead of working against them. Mm, that's beautiful. And now with technology, as we have already mentioned, uh, you don't have to be in James's office. You can do this from the comfort of your own home. Reach out to James. How wonderful is that? Yeah. You don't even have to leave your office at, at lunchtime and drive to my office and waste yeah. time. You can literally just press the button in your office or at home. You know, a lot of the clients that I've seen have medical diagnosis, where, which means they can't leave their house. Mm. Um, and Zoom or whatever platform people use, because there's so many these days, um, you can just click a button and be. Mm. Yeah, it's easy, In, uh, simple, yeah. interesting. And how can people reach you? They so, can that reach they, me. So, that, so that they don't go to the gyms in South Africa for consultations. <laughs> That's very good, yes. Um, the, uh, so they can find me on www.vanderwaltcoaching.com. That is my website um, and my um, blog site. Um, and they can book uh, appointments with me through that. And then, of course, uh, also they can book me through Vanderwalt Coaching LLC MailChimp sites that you've put on the bottom of your screen. They can do a direct appointment uh, with me. 
Oh yeah, that's um, a, also a, my email address and my um, uh, um, yeah, my email address is on the website too. Yeah, that's uh, Van de Let me see if I can draw it real quick. Van the world coaching coaching.com let me see mm -hmm. where did it take me one minute let me coaching and by the way i'm going to tag that on the video so it's not a big issue if i don't get to draw it very quick uh let me see it's all one word yeah yes it is vanderworldcoaching.com all one word Okay, yeah. and that is a that's oh, a yeah. live page. Yeah, I got it, and I'm going to share it right now. Wonderful, thank you. Thank you. Um, so one that's www.vanderworldcoaching. That's it, isn't it? That is correct, that's the one. Okay, so that's the better uh, link than the one I just shared before. So go to www.vanderboltcoaching.com and connect to James. Yeah, thank you. That's mm. wonderful. Yeah, so thank you. It's been an honor having you on our show. But before we go, we would like to hear some few words that we should always remember coming from James. Ah, coming from James. Um, work to remove judgment from your life and connect with who you are so you can better serve others. Mm, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, remove uh, judgment from your life so that Absolutely. you can be able to serve others. Mm, that's beautiful. And thank you very much for sharing those words with us. Thank you for having me, Anthony. Uh, yeah, it's been quite an honor having you here. And um, we wish you all the best um, in your health and in your business. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, we wish all the people that have reached out to you a great transition, peaceful transition yes. into whatever area of their lives that they are transitioning into. Thank you, and I, I wish you all the best as well. Great yeah. show. Love it. Thank you. Okay, so that's it uh, uh, for us here at Now Tell Us. I've been your host, Anthony Murore, and together with my guest, James Van de Vold, we are saying bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.